Hi friends, and welcome to His Redemption Road. And thank you for listening to today's bonus episode. Enjoy! Howdy friends, and welcome to His Redemption Road. I am your host, Natalie, and today's bonus episode is a dream that I had on Wednesday, June 23rd, 2021. I call it Alligator in the Water. I had a dream that I was called to a very large training facility for Christians. I was called to come teach there due to a huge deficit in the number of teachers, but I first had to observe and learn how this particular facility did things. So I would have a few days of observation before beginning my training. Upon arrival, I noticed that it was in the middle of nowhere and in a very dry and arid location, yet not an actual desert. There was a very long river that the training facility was built over. The training building had once been a brilliant white, huge and looming, very busy place, but now it was faded and peeling white paint all over its exterior. It looked abandoned, It kind of looked destroyed. The larger part of the building was on one side of the river, and there was an area built over the river where the river ran into the building, filling up a training pool inside, and then running out of the other side of the building. Then, on the other side of the river, attached to the portion of the building built over the river, was a much smaller portion of the building that also had a crow's nest or watchtower on the top of it. When I was ushered inside, I noticed that the large part of the building on one side of the river was completely vacant and no longer used or occupied at all and had not been for many years. The only portion of the training center occupied was the inside river pool area and the smaller building on the other side of the river with the watchtowers. I was immediately struck by the fact that no one was training and people were just laying around laughing and playing. I also was shocked when I noticed someone swimming in the training pool and an alligator was following him. When I yelled at him to get out because an alligator was following him, everyone started laughing and mocking me. Ooh, she's afraid of the little alligator. Ooh, she thinks she's in charge telling us what to do. Ooh, are you afraid to swim with the alligator? Look, pet him. And many other similar sayings. This went on and on and happened multiple times in the dream. The man came out of the pool and picked up the four-foot-long, so not big but not small either, alligator, and began petting it. Then he walked over to me and said, To pass your training, you will have to swim in the pool too. To which I answered, Not until that thing, pointing to the alligator, is gone. And I don't just mean out of the pool, it must be completely gone and out of this training facility, not to return. Then, all the laughing, mocking, and mimicking began again. 
I responded by saying, that thing will absolutely maim you and even kill you. Oh, more mocking and laughing followed, with everyone taking turns petting or playing with the alligator. Next in my dream, everything zoomed out and I could kind of see the entire area from a bird's eye view. First, I noticed that there were generals in the crow's nest tower keeping watch on the surrounding lands for danger. They only looked outside and around the facility, never inside or down on what was going on within the facility. Second, these generals took their jobs seriously with pride and joy. They were also dressed in full dress whites, not fatigues. They looked amazing. They actually, I remember they just looked very strong and steady, very uh, secure in their positions and in what they were looking for and what they were doing. Third, I noticed that no one inside was training, but rather, rather they were content petting and playing with the alligator. The alligator continued to slowly grow larger and larger under their attention. The more attention they gave the alligator, the larger and faster he began to grow. Fourth, I noticed that there were no ranks between the trainees and the generals, and that's why I was there. All the ranks in between were missing. People did not advance. People did not know their place, and people were not being trained or growing to the next levels. The dream ended. So I also have a written interpretation here that I want to share with you. So first, the training facility is the church, the ecclesia, the entire church and body of Christ. This is not a local denomination or a local church body. This is the church that believes in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior as a whole. So if you claim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this dream is for you as well. And this training facility that is the church is part empty, crumbling, and not being used or kept up to its full beautiful potential as an army or unit working together as one accord. The alligator is the enemy, and that enemy could be there because of idolatry, false teachings, believing in false Jesuses, sin, and any number of other things. And the Christians that had not risen in rank were loving on, petting, and playing games with this enemy alligator. He grew with the more attention they gave them, that gave, that they gave him. He grew. I gave a warning that he would maim and even kill them. But instead of taking heed, they laughed and mocked. The pool is the Holy Spirit, and the river is the washing of the word. It is a, it is a good and wonderful thing this Holy Spirit pool that we are supposed to be training in, but it has been tainted and added to by the alligator 
and by listening to what tickles our ears instead of listening to the truth. By throwing things out of the Bible, by adding things to it, by trusting in our own thoughts and imaginations instead of and by trusting in the true, righteous, complete word of God. There are generals of the faith up there doing what they're supposed to be doing, seeking outward to win souls, protect the facility from the enemy, and listening for the Lord, but they are somehow missing the corruption going on within the church in many instances. They are also horribly alone and overworked because of the missing middle ranks. Those missing middle ranks should be full of believers taking much of the load off the generals by doing their part and growing to become generals themselves. This is the missing piece of the five-fold ministry and simply of people stepping into the current roles in ministry that the Lord has for them. Personal ministry can change over time, but it should be fulfilled individually due to love and obedience to the Lord. Because when we all follow Him, do our part in obedience, there are no gaps. So that's kind of the interpretation of the dream. And what's really sad is that these are Christians and these Christians are just playing around and they're playing and flirting with the evil one, listening to whatever tickles their ears, not learning and growing and not climbing in the ranks and not helping each other out. And it's causing a huge deficit in the body of Christ. And it's even causing the church as a whole to crumble and look really, really bad. The generals are so overworked that although they are doing their part and looking outside, they're not looking in and seeing the corruption from within. So everyone that's listening to this, I urge you to let the Lord examine you. I'm letting the Lord examine me. Search my heart, O God, and see if there be any wicked way within me. And if so, let's change. Let's surrender that part to the Lord. Um, In one of my previous episodes with Susie, she was saying how people tend to give part of their heart to the Lord. And they look like they're so in love with him one moment, but then the next they're out there flirting with sin and doing what pleases their flesh instead of following what pleases the Spirit. And that's what this call is today. This is a call to jump in and give our whole hearts to God, to kill, to slay, and to vanquish that alligator, that idolatry, that thing that is holding us and tying us to the world, and instead rise up, fix the facility that's crumbling, fill it back up with people, make it a hive of activity for the Lord, not just doing busy work. No, 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 no. Because you can do things that look good and sound good, but those can be the wrong things for you to do. But rather to stop and listen to the voice of God and do what he calls you to do. And I'll do what he calls me to do. And with each of us doing our part, then everything gets done. 
And not only that, when you do the part that you're called to do, you are fulfilled. You are joyful. It comes naturally. It's not a burden. It's not a strain, but it's it's what God has already pre-equipped you for. And it's a beautiful thing. And sometimes it's scary to catch a big vision and try to step into it. But God's not asking you to catch a big vision and, and complete it. He says, you know, start small. Start with those small beginnings. The Bible says, do not despise meager beginnings. So start small. Take one step at a time, one moment by one moment, one day by one day until it grows. And you look back and you realize, wow, look where God has taken me. And you have been used. When you obey the Lord, you get to be used by him. And it is so exciting. So dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you that you have not left us alone, that you are an awesome God. Lord, I thank you that you give us dreams, that you speak to us today. And Lord, I just pray that today, if there are alligators in our lives, that you would reveal them to us that we would not believe false doctrines and false Jesuses, that we would not chase after the things of the world that that uh, fill our flesh and tickle our ears, but rather that our spirit, the Holy Spirit within us would rise up and we would chase after righteousness and truth and holiness, God. I thank you that you are holy and you are worthy to be praised. I pray that we would take up the call of our training and that we would climb the ranks and that all the gaps would be filled, and that our church would be glorious, and that people would be drawn to us simply because we are drawn to you. And I pray that people would see you in us, and that we would literally just ooze your love out wherever we go, and that we would win souls, cities, states, and nations for you, God. I thank you, Lord, that you are worthy and holy, worthy of all praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this special bonus episode of His Redemption Road. If you liked what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe so you'd never miss an episode. Also, If you have yet to read my memoir, Healing Wings by Natalie Sherwood, feel free to pick it up on Amazon today. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at His Redemption Road. Have a wonderful day. God bless.